destiny key number six. Where I pick up from today. Is repeat the procedure. Somebody say repeat the procedure. Tell your neighbor repeat the procedure. Hallelujah. God tells Joshua in Joshua chapter 1 that be bold and courageous. As you plan to cross the Jordan, it will require boldness and courage. And it appears to me, Pastor Stan, that when God tells Joshua to be bold and to be courageous, Joshua decodes from God that it will take combat to take the city. Because boldness and courage are characteristics of combatants. It's not going to be a massage parlor. It's, gonna be a, it's not going to be a party. It's not going to be a birthday bash. It's not going to be a sherehe. There is going to be shedding of blood. There is going to be resistance. There is going to be offensive and counter-offensive. And it will take boldness and courage for you, Joshua, to take the promised land. And so, when Joshua is getting ready to take the promised land, he already has the mind of a militant, the mind of a combatant, the mind of a soldier. I don't even think he was... He, was, he knew that it will take war for him to take the promised land. And so, Joshua chapter 6 opens up by telling us that now Jericho was shut because of the children of Israel. Hallelujah. Do we have it? Verse 1. Joshua chapter 6 verse 1. Okay. They shut the city. Do we have it? There it is. Now Jericho was straightly shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. The enemy locked himself in because of the redeemed of the Lord. Ah, may that be your story. Hallelujah. You remember when the two spies went to Rahab? Rahab, Pastor Stan taught us how a prostitute can become a prophetess. Unlikely alliances. She said that as soon as we heard of the doings of your Lord, what he did in Egypt and Pharaoh, and what he did to the kings on the other side, that we were afraid. Hallelujah. The doings of the Lord will make the enemy to be afraid of you. Ah, hallelujah. And I pray that that will be your story. That what God is doing in your life will make the enemy to shut himself in. Hallelujah. And so, Jericho was shut, was, shut, was shut because of the children of Israel. And God tells Joshua... There is a strategy for taking Jericho. I know you have been thinking militarily. And you've been thinking, it will take my boldness. It will take my courage. After all, when God told Joshua to be bold and courageous, 
the first thing he did is to deploy a military capability which was to send a, a, an intelligence team. If you like the Mossad of that day. Hallelujah. And they went there because Joshua wanted to use the intelligence to be able to take the city and we have agreed that that is okay. But when Joshua came to Jericho, God looked at him and he thought that this man has obeyed me. Him and his people. They did everything I told them about following the Ark of the Covenant. They did everything I told them about crossing the Jordan. They took God at his word. And after crossing the Jordan, they underwent a congregational circumcision. They dealt with the flesh. And the Bible says that they left behind a heap of foreskins. They left behind the former self, somebody. They left behind the works of the flesh. They left behind their past. They left behind those things that were hindering them from experiencing God. And when God saw that Joshua and his people were obedient, and number two, that they were circumcised and they were ready to experience the provision of God, God decided that it will not take military strategy to take Jericho. So Joshua is ready with a military plan, but God comes with a spiritual plan. Hallelujah. Sometimes it will not take your effort to take the city. Ah, hallelujah. I know you are ready. I know you are prepared. I know you have identified. You have infiltrated. You have collected intelligence out of obedience to the word of God. But when God sees you are obedient and you have done everything you can, by your own capacity. Let me tell you guys. You need to do what you can. And God will do what you cannot. I wish I got a better amen. God will do everything. About. What you have done. Something about. And he says. It will not take military thinking to possess this land. And God comes with a spiritual strategy. Jericho was shut because if you study that part of history, the people of Jericho could be able to see Gilgal where Joshua had carried out circumcision. He could be able to see the children of Israel. And on top of fear, remember Rehab had said that when we heard of the doings of your Lord, we were afraid because we heard of what the Lord had done for you. They were able to see the children of Israel coming out of Gilgal and they were afraid so Rehab's words were true and they shut themselves in. This is a city that had defenses. It had watchers. It had an army. It had a king. But they were afraid of the children of Israel not because of their numbers but because of what they have heard the Lord, their God is able to do. And God tells Joshua, these guys have shut themselves in. 
and the walls were high and fortified. And it was almost impossible despite the, the ambitiousness of Joshua, it was impossible even to scale the walls. They were not the walls as we know it today. These were huge walls. Almost, uh, 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 almost three feet up wide. The three feet, yes. Three meters, sorry. And 11 meters high. You can't scale it. So even if Joshua wanted to take the city, it was almost an impossibility. And God came with an orthodox, foolish, easily despised method to take a city that has put up its defenses. Hallelujah. Sometimes, in fact, all times, the truth of the gospel is what will deliver the city to you. Despite of what capabilities you have, what trainings you have received, what experience you have, God will sometimes say, I know that you have these capabilities, but I want to show you that I can be able to deliver the city to you if you have walked in obedience and you have walked in, in, a, uh, in, an uncircumcised, in a circumcised state. Praise the name of the Lord. So, God tells Joshua to take the city. This is what you are going to do. Number one, I want you to choose seven priests and let them carry trumpets that have been made out of the horn of a ram. Seven of them. And let them walk before the ark of the covenant. So here, we had seven priests that were carrying ram's horns and they will be trumpeting them as they encircle the city. Then behind... The seven priests with the trumpet, there were the priests that were carrying the Ark of the Covenant. Then after that, there were the other soldiers and the people. But also if you notice, if you look at Joshua chapter 6, from around verse, I'll get it. From around verse 6, Bible says that in front of the seven priests that were carrying the ram horns, that were carrying the, uh, the, the trumpets, which were made from the horns of a ram, he put armed men. Hallelujah. Remember, Joshua was thinking militarily all the time. And so, he that was thinking military strategy, and he that was thinking spiritual strategy, they formed a team. Hallelujah. You need to do what you can and God will do what you cannot. I've already said that. You and God need to be a team. So Joshua and his military men, they were supposed to be ahead. Then behind, they were supposed to have the seven priests. Then behind the priests, they were supposed to have the Ark of the Covenant. Now last Sunday we said it was important that the Ark of the Covenant be ahead of you. Hallelujah. But the story has changed here. That the Ark of the Covenant is following the military capability which is being followed by the move, the praise and worship team, which is being followed by the presence of God. 
Hallelujah. The position of the Ark of the Covenant is number three. Because of two reasons. They obeyed God and they dealt with the flesh. The circumcision. If you obey God and you walk in the spirit, God can be able to trust you. Praise the name of the Lord. He can be able to trust you. And so, the watchers at the walls of Jericho, they were looking at these people. They are armed men at the front, followed by a praise and worship team, trumpet. They were supposed to, to, to blow the, it's called the shofar. And then followed by the presence of God. And they were wondering, what are these guys about to do? What's going to happen? They don't look like they want to ambush the city. And God said, you have to go around Jericho. Now, let me tell you that in the normal steps, see like you're walking to CBD, it will take you around 2 hours and 40 minutes to encircle Jericho. So they were supposed to walk in that arrangement for 2 hours and 40 minutes. Every, once every single day. This is a conversation that God is having with Joshua. Day one, go around the city and then go back to the camp. The guys on the Jericho wall, they are still watching to see what these guys are about. So on top of fear, God's strategy for taking Jericho caused confusion to the people of Jericho because they didn't know why are they circling the city. Why is there an army in front of the priest and why is it that the Ark of the Covenant this time round is not at the front but it is at a distant third? And they did that day one and day two, day three, day four, day five, and day six. And on day seven, they did it seven times. Two hours, 40 minutes, times seven. Jericho did not fall on day one. And it didn't fall on day two. And it didn't fall on day three. It fell on day seven. The first six days, two hours, 40 minutes rotations on foot. The last day, two hours, 40 minutes times seven rotations in terms of time. They kept doing the same thing until it produced the desired result. Hallelujah. If God has said it, do it and do it as prescribed and repeatedly. Hallelujah. Repetition is not faithlessness. Repetition is consistency. It is believing what God has said is true. If God gave the formula, repeat the formula until you see the results. Jericho will not fall on day one. It will not fall on day two. It will fall on day seven after 13 different rotations. Six plus seven. The biggest test when you are repeatedly applying God's instructions is how patient are you? 
Repeat the procedure. Hallelujah. Repeat the procedure. Repeat what God has said. Do it exactly like he said it. And the city will fall. Praise the name of the Lord. Key number seven. Hallelujah. Are you with me? If you are with me, just lift up your hands. Ah, good to see everybody is alert. Key number seven. Remember the prostitute. Write it down. That's key number seven. Let me tell you, brothers and sisters. Key number seven is remember the prostitute. That is the key. Hallelujah. Ah, you say me amen. Remember the prostitute. When Joshua had taken, you know the walls came down. I didn't want to go to the part of shouting and how the walls came down. But when they went into the city, Joshua told those two spies, remember when I sent you to spy against Jericho, there is a woman that assisted you. There is someone in the enemy's camp that will always provide you with information. Hallelujah. And I remember when David was, Ziklag was attacked and he was going to revenge and recover. When he asked the Lord, shall I pursue and recover all? When they were looking for those that had attacked Ziklag, the Bible says that they found an Egyptian slave that had not eaten and drank water for many days. And they gave him a buju, buju, buju. They gave him water and they gave him bread and they said, tell us where you are, you are, you are masters are. And then he took the wood and said, hey, hey, I was about to die. I'll tell you everything. Give me, give me, give me an extra bottle of river's water. The enemy will always have a traitor. Ah, hallelujah. So they go into Jericho and Rahab had contributed to this victory. And Joshua said, go and take Rahab and all that belong to her and ensure she does not lose her life and her possessions because of our invasion. Rahab made it possible for there to be an unlikely alliance, like Pastor Stan had put it, between herself and Israel. What I'm saying is this. After the walls have fallen down and you have entered the city, why do you forget the people that helped you? Hallelujah. You have entered the promised land. You are taking over the city. You are doing exploits. You used to sell $10,000. Now you are $1 million a year. And the person that gave you an email or a phone number that changed your fortune, now you are looking at them as Rahab the harlot. Remember those who paid your rent when you didn't have a place to sleep. Remember those that took you to a meeting that it would take protocol and ages for you to enter that boardroom. Remember those that counseled you and prayed for you and your children when your marriage was collapsing. 
Now you have recovered the city of marriage and you are now the marriage expert and you forget the people that helped you to be where you are. Hallelujah. Remember the prostitute. Remember Rahab. That is key number seven. Some of you after this service, you will have to go and write a check to somebody who gave you a free professional service. Now you are a government supplier and consultant. But when you get there, you forget them. You know, Pastor Doc, God helped me. God did not help you. It is Rahab that was moved by God to help you. Can I hear a better amen? Hallelujah. Hey, atimase mungu inuwa watu wapana. Mungu inuwa watu kutumia watu. Ah, sema amen. Hallelujah. Hakuna ati mungu alikusaidia. Mungu alikusaidia. Sikulukua na lala inje. Mwana ukulala kwa barabara. Ulilala kwa Pastor Doc. Ukakule ugali yake. Ukalala kwa matresi yake. Alafu ukinuka. Unaanza kusema God winuwa wasayo wacha kutupanga. Hallelujah. You have to remember the prostitute that helped you. I wish I got a better amen. Because some of you I'm self-made. You are not self-made. Ulipewa email. Ulipewa phone number. Ulipigwa through pass. Hallelujah. <laughs> some of you people would never have known you are a preacher. Until they risk and trust you with a pulpit. Ungeshinda aboreta mukipritia miti. Sauna sema God amenipia grace. Noma sana. Hallelujah. Some of you have to travel to the village. With shopping in your car. And thank the village pastor who brought you up. You can't do anything. I'm the one who is preaching. Unless you convince Pastor Sun to never allow me here. Hallelujah. Kumbuka watu walikusaidia. Praise the Lord. Yes. Wengine itabidi mmetuma mpesa leo. Mtu alikupea troopers. Ukapata business. Ya 2 million dollars, 3 million dollars, whatever it is. Alafu unanyamaza. Nikaa kuna kitu imefanyika. Remember Rahab. Hallelujah. Remember the pastors who prayed for you when you could not pray for yourself. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, pastors normally eat offering. Let me not lie to you. Hallelujah. You know, we normally say, oh, give so that it can be used to, to expand the kingdom. One of the expansions of the kingdom is expansions of the pastor's belly. Say, my amen. The pastor has prayed for you. He has counseled you. He has redeemed your marriage. He has talked to your children. They have stopped talking drugs. He has come every day, every night. Now when you take the city, unasema ule pastor anavanga kamisi ndo unaongea mambo yake. Hiyo they are describing Pastor Doc because he has a long dress. Hallelujah. Eh ama ule pastor bibi yake anavanga nguo iko na madoadoa. Hata ujui inaitwa polka dots. You are now giving descriptives of Rahab, the harlot. Yet they are the person that helped you to capture the city.
leo itabidi umepiga simu hallelujah and this week you need to look for somebody that gave you pro bono service for somebody that said i have a client i can't serve them can you go and serve them and when you did that your doors open now you are forgetting you are telling us it is god that helped you it is wickedness say it is wickedness it is wickedness to abandon rehab after you have taken jericho ah uh, hallelujah and you saw pastor stan that rehab was actually engrafted into the heritage of the children of israel and jesus came from that which was called the prostitute and i feel in my spirit man of god that there are people here who have been rehabs to others but you've been forgotten may god give you justice i pray today in the name of jesus that whoever you helped some time back and they are behaving like they helped themselves may god speak to them hallelujah some of us did not even know how to dress to go for a meeting you are dressing like mark zuckerberg he dresses like that because he's a dollar billionaire for you your bank balance is equivalent to the tokens in your house you need to dress properly and that dressing properly you were taught by somebody let me ask you who made you reach where you are remember them in the name of the lord it is wickedness to behave that it is god that helped you yet god helped you through the workings of a man hallelujah hata kama mwenye alikusaidia yeye akona vitu muongeze vitu usiseme anajiweza alikopea troopers hallelujah remember the prostitute remember rehab key number number 8 are you being blessed if you are being blessed just say amen in the name of the lord hallelujah key number 8 remove the prohibitions remove the prohibited sorry remove the prohibited the walls have fallen down and Joshua and the men have entered in and they have burnt the city with fire and God has said that you are going to destroy everything in Jericho everything that has life everything that had the capacity to perpetuate the culture and the beliefs of the people of Jericho i want you to obliterate it and to burn their monuments and their memorials with fire but for the gold and the silver and the bronze and the iron those ones you will collect for the kingdom treasury hallelujah the enemy has to pay for wasting your time ah uh, you some of you did not get it praise the name of the lord when god 
told the children of Israel, you are about to get out of Egypt. Eh? He told them, tell Pharaoh, take, take vessels of gold, borrow them. Because of 400 years of slavery, we have worked for you for free. Now the Lord is about to make us leave Egypt. We are not going to leave empty-handed. And they took gold from the Egyptians and went with it. The same situation we are seeing here, church. That God said, you will destroy everything except gold, silver, bronze, and iron. Which will be taken into the Lord's treasury. In other words, Pastor Kev, this is very nice. If you read the book of Joshua, he took almost a total of 31 cities and territories. But Jericho was the first one. Jericho was the first fruit in Canaan. And the Lord said, all the gold and silver and bronze and iron in Jericho will belong to me. I have given you the city, but I will take the spoils. The spoils of Jericho belong to the Lord. God will give you the city, but you will have to give him the praise. He will give you the territory, but you will have to give him the glory. You cannot take the city and the glory at the same time. That I did it for myself. I am self-made. I have worked hard. Take the territory and give praise to God for what he has done for you. Hallelujah. And the Bible says in Joshua chapter 7 that there was a man from the tribe of Judah. For those who do not know, the tribe of Judah was the move of Israel. It was the praise and worship team. It used to go ahead of the congregation in every move. His name was Achan. And when they had entered the city, this member of the praise and worship team decided to reward himself with that which belongs to God. Guys from the move are looking down. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the tribe of Judah. He took. Look at it. Ah, praise the Lord. Chapter 7. Look at that. Chapter 7, verse 21. Then we are going to pray in the name of the Lord. Chapter 7, 21, he says, When I saw among the spoils a goodly Babylonish garment, and 200 shekels of silver and a wedge of gold of 50 shekels weight. Then I coveted them and took them. And behold, they are hid in the earth in the midst of my tent and, and the silver under it. God had said that everything which will be in Jericho after the fall of the walls will be accursed except the gold and the silver and the bronze and the iron which were to be taken into the Lord's treasury. Everything else. In other words, Joshua and his men were not to get anything out of the spoils of Jericho. They were to spoil everything. They were to, they, they were to, to burn everything. But Achan other than being told, he was told, together with the congregation of Israel, that all the gold and the silver and the bronze and the iron will be taken to the Lord's treasury. 
But when he was in there, he looked, nobody was seeing. He took two things, three things, a wedge of gold, shekels of silver, and a goodly Babylonian garment. And he took with him those things to his tent and hid them underground. That which was prohibited, he decided to possess it and took it to his house. He took that which belonged to God and he took that which belonged to the world. The Babylonian garment was a garment that Babylonians used to wear to identify and to be proud as Babylonians. It was an identity of the Babylonian culture and way of life. This guy took that which belongs to God and kept it. And he also took that which belonged to the world and kept it all in the same place. He was in the world, but he was also in the kingdom. He took what belonged to God and he took what belonged to Satan. That's what I'm saying. Let me ask you, church, as we finish. What are you hiding under your tent? If it was legitimate, you would not dig a hole to put it. You have taken that which belongs to God by commandment and hidden it. For Joshua not to see it. For the congregation not to see it. And you have also stretched your hand and taken that which belongs to Babylon and you have also hidden it. What are you hiding in your life? This story ends in a very in a tragic way because if you don't remove the prohibited, God will expose it. I'm not threatening you. What are you hiding in your life that you don't want Joshua to know? You may hide it in the, hand, in the eyes of men, but God is seeing it. The result of this is that Joshua sent men to the next city. You will read that in chapter 7 called Ai and he sent men and said go and check out the city of Ai and they came and said ah this one is not like Jericho this one is easy to take let's not send many men send 3,000 men they will take the city and Joshua said fine and the men went to take Ai but the Bible says that they were chased and 36 of them were killed if you turn your back from the Lord, you will turn your back from your enemies. If you give God your back, you will forever show your enemies your back, meaning you will never win any battle. You will always be running away. 
And Joshua said, my God, what have you done to us? You promised me victory. You said every place we shall go, we shall possess. How come we have been defeated? God said, stop praying, stop crying, stop crying unto me. Stand up and put your house in order. There is something under the tent of one of your men that belongs to me. And he has mixed it with what belongs to the world. That's why you are losing the battle. Put your house in order. And that's my clarion call for everyone today. Put your house in order. What are you hiding in your life? You have to go and remove it today before God exposes it. That's not a threat. Hallelujah. Some of us have hidden people's husbands in our hall, under our house. You are married, but we never see that man because he belongs to another woman. Hallelujah. Because if it is legitimate, you will never hide it. Praise the Lord. Some of us are doing businesses that you don't want people to know. It's a Babylonish garment under your house. What are you going to do with what you've been hiding? Today after this service, go and remove it. Because if you don't, God will do it. And the problem is, when God does it, the effect of that will not just be for you, but for everybody that you dearly love. Achan was caught with things that were prohibited for him to have. And he lost his life, he lost his family, he lost his property, he lost his possessions, he lost his destiny. The things that you hide under your tent, when they become exposed, it affects many people. It affects your church. It affects your family. It affects your business. You know what? Go and remove it. You know it. Everybody knows it. Go and remove it today. Hallelujah. I want us to stand up on our feet. Remove the prohibited.